Warning, this anime review will contain adult language, mature situations, potential slight spoilers, initial reactions, and some rants. Listener discretion is advised. Spirekin Anime Review, Fall Anime 2020, Part 1. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the Spirekin Anime Review. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again to talk about anime that is new, old, and different, but this is specifically the newest anime that just came out. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. Also check the show notes for our Discord link, and join the conversation where we talk about all the really cool stuff. So let's get on with it, Chai, because it is a new time of year, and since we really didn't do anything for summer 2020, because summer was kind of... Was there a summer in 2020? Yeah. What happened in 2020? That was the question. There was a couple of shows that we didn't talk about, like Gimbrate, which was actually a really unique and weird show, but... We're back to normal with some of the shows we've been waiting for coming out in fall. So we're going to be talking about the fall 2020. And we're going to break it down into two episodes because not everything is out yet. And more importantly than that, there are two ch- different streaming services that are showing everything. And we kind of have split it in half. Most of stuff we've been watching so far has been on Crunchyroll. And the rest are on Funimation. So Funimation. We're going to do our initial reactions and then we'll go further into it. So... There's been a lot that's happened, and this is also October 4th, so maybe four shows, six shows have come out so far, so we're going to get to it. But there have been some good shows, some bad shows, and how would you describe the overall, so far, what you've seen from the climate of the shows we've watched? Is there a common link, or are they all over the place? They're all, like, high school girls. No, not all of them. They seem, well, some are a lot of high school girl stuff, but there's other things as well, like, uh, do we bring in the, the dog one? <laughs> The dog and cat one. Oh. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of weird shows. I think it's it's true to 2020. It's random. Yeah. So far. And there were some that were very sad and depressing. And other ones that are just like, why would you come up with this? So let's talk about some of these shows that we've actually been able to watch so far. And we'll get to some of the rest. And we're not talking about season twos or season threes or season four. So no Attack on Titan. No Golden Kamui. We're going to talk about the things which are important. And the first one is actually an episode zero that we saw, which is based on a very controversial but popular manga series. Talk about Moriarty the Patriot. And this actually was on Funimation, not on uh, Crunchyroll, but still. We got to see episode zero. And what would you say about Moriarty? It was like Sherlock Holmes, except he solved the crime... But then rather than leaving it up to the police or giving the um, bad guy, um, like dropping him off somewhere, it was letting the person who was wronged wronged create a bigger, well, not bigger crime, but create a crime against him. And making the perfect crime. Yep. Because it's like, oh, the, the Earl's been killed. So his whole thing is, I'm going to solve crimes, but then make them worse. And you're going to join my network of people. Right. Because it seems like this is how Moriarty became the king. The, but if you're a parent and your child was slaughtered and you had the opportunity of... Revenge. Revenge. Totally, totally would take it. Like, like, that's so understanding. So it's like, you kind of get where Moriarty's coming from. Like, yes, this is a scumbag and he deserves everything coming to him. So he facilitated it. But this, I think, was leading us in 
to like, okay, this is, it's justifiable homicide. It's like, okay, he's helping out a parent. But at first it was just, hey, we're solving the crime. I'm solving the crime. And that's solving like, the crime. That's like, oh, but I'm doing this so I can make a better crime. And you're like, wait a second. You solved it. You solved it really quickly. The episode's not over. What is happening? And oh God. But it was very twisted what he did. Yeah. <laughs> but again, the Earl, the bad guy, is a twisted individual. And I'm excited to see where this goes because this is a reverse Sherlock Holmes. It's, I'm going to solve a crime, then I'm going to cause the cr- a different crime. Or maybe it's going to be he's going to start building his empire slowly, being but the emperor like, of But you're like, oh, crime. this is why so many people are tied to Moriarty. And why, like, if you watch the uh, the second Sherlock Holmes films with Robert Downey Jr., he has so many agents everywhere. Yeah. It's like she's in the public uh, restaurant thinking she's safe, and he just lifts a finger and everybody just leaves. Up and out. Because yeah. they all are faithful and caring to James Moriarty. Or they say Vincent James Moriarty, which is kind of weird because I didn't think his name was Vincent James Moriarty. Also, is it just me or does his butler look exactly like him? No, his butler has glasses. But it seems like maybe, yes. maybe the butler doesn't exist. Maybe the butler's in his head. Oh, I was thinking more, which would be more crazy. Of he uses him as a body double for stuff. That could work as well. I don't know. But so this one, worth watching or we give it up? Oh, totally worth watching. Definitely worth watching more of. Now, the next one we're going to talk about is, because Nobody's came out today, we haven't watched that yet, um, is With a Dog and a Cat, Every Day is Fun. This is just a very simple one minute one shot, which has like, they crammed five segments into one minute, which I'm kind of surprised they did that. But it felt like it was like a five minute show, but it was one minute. It was like, here, you have a cat, you have a dog. This is what happens with the cat, this is what happens with the dog. And then you show a picture of the cat going, Rawr! and that's it. It seems like it's like one of those Sunday comics that you open up the Sunday comic and read, and that's it. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. It was, it's creative, and it doesn't overstay its welcome, but I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. I just think it's going to be like, oh, when you put a dog in a... In a in an outfit, the dog's going to think it's happy and good. And the cat's like, you're an idiot. Yes. And our cat is looking at me like I'm a crazy person for making that noise. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing, Dad? Uh, so next one we have is Rail Robonsky, which if I'm reading this right and from what we read, I think it's their uh, uh, personifications of train engines and railway lines. That's what it it seems. But they're having a summit to share their wisdom and train of thought. Ah, Pun. I know. That was non-intentional. But it's just... (sighs) I I understand there's a whole thing of, let's personify stuff. I get this. Especially because they made COVID Jan. But... (sighs) Not my thing. This is dumb. This is just dumb. It's not interesting. It's not like... And they, they... if they had the design work of the trains or the lines, I would be kind of cool with it. But they all just look like girls in military uniform. There's no like difference to it. It's not like... Uh, it's like themed military uniforms. When you see um, online, you see the picture of uh, Pepsi-chan and Coke-chan and Sprite-coon. And they like draw them like that. They look like them. Like You could tell. That's Sprite. That's Coca-Cola. That's Pepsi. This is... Okay, she's goth Lolita. She's pink Lolita. She's military Lolita. There's no difference. There's no establishing this is this character. It's just, this is a skip it. 
definitely a skip it. Unless you're a train otaku and you understand this. That's my opinion. It's not my thing. Uh, then we have Iwakaru Sport Climbing Girls. For all of you who liked uh, Keijo, it's focusing on boobs and butts as they climb. They do rock climbing. Our main... But they also do gym work to prepare their body for more rock climbing. This is pretty much main character is someone who's cool with puzzles and she discovers that climbing rocks is like doing puzzles. Bullshit. It is like doing puzzles. It's like doing mazes. No, it's not. A maze is you're sitting down, you get to use a paper and do it. This is a... No, you're finding the the route or the route. I... I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. As sports animes go, it's either you're going to catch immediately or not. This one did not catch me immediately. I was confused about if it was a workout. No, like... um, Anime. uh, How heavy are the dumbbells you lift that... You understand immediately, you get, and you're drawn in to Hibiki's story arc. Uh, Megalobox. Yeah, it's a little sci-fi, but it's like a Shido no Joe. You get what's going on. Hajime no Ippo. You get what's going on. Even Free, which is about boys who wear Speedos and swim. You get the situation. This one, it opens up with, oh, it's the future, and it's the finals, and now debuting is the new girl who's giving a commentary about climbing the rocks and how it Eh. I get it. I do not. I don't... I don't like it. I think it's... Mia Thermopolis in Princess Diaries is a rock climber. Yes. Princess Diaries girl would get it. I am not a fan of this series. I've been a fan of a lot of... Let me find ways to tie everything back to something in Disney that I like with princesses. Like, I like Haikyuu. And this is Haikyuu's last season. I think this is like one of those weird sports that is going to be popular and I'm not going to get until I read the manga. I'll check and see the manga and maybe the manga will make more sense than the anime. The anime, it's pretty, but I'm just, it's not clicking. Who knows? Anyway, so next. Next one is the one which a lot of people were shocked came out. I didn't even, this wasn't even on my radar until like literally two weeks ago. And we're talking about the newest work by Rumiko Takahashi that she okayed. And we're talking about Yasahime Princess Half Demon. And this series doesn't even pull punches. It's a sequel to Inuyasha. And the first episode, the main characters for this series are in it for two minutes. The rest of it is you're going to meet up with old friends and see them do stuff. And that made this so cool. It was just the, hey, you want to see what happened to them while you, you were gone? Here's what they were doing while you were gone. And it sets up. And it's cool to see that Sango and Moroku are, they officially got married. He's no longer a player. They have kids, a lot of kids. You have, um, uh, Shishomaru is actually being nice to humans, which that's really crazy. But it's Shishomaru. He's kind of been always that kind of sundry main character who's like, I'm a jerk. No one likes me. But then everyone likes him because he's a jerk. Because he's grumpy. And he was homicidal and tried to kill humans for a long time, but then he fell in love with Rin, and then Rin died. But anyway, you have Inuyasha and Kagome and their relationship, which has pretty much stayed the same, except that they're kind of, you know they're together, you know they're married, but their relationship is still, he's going to say something stupid and think he's going to get hurt, but she has become more grown up about it. She doesn't just lash out at him. Like, there's a whole thing where he didn't tell her something, and then he re- she finds out about it, and he's like, is she going to yell at me? And she's not yelling at me. What's going on? And she's rationalized it, and she's... She's like, he should have just told me. Yeah. 
she still she still hurts him and does sit boy, which yes, I kept that. I was wondering when they're gonna do that. Um, and it sets up the basic premise of the show, which is gonna be about uh, Inuyasha's daughter and then the twin daughters of Shomaru as they have adventures. What is it about? We don't know. We don't know where it's gonna go. But what do you think about it? Because you've only watched the first episode, a couple episodes of Inuyasha. Yeah, I can see where it's really enjoyable. It's just... You don't have any connection with the characters. None whatsoever. But It's, uh, it's not my anime. But as a standalone, you think it's going to be something worth watching? Um, I'm annoyed that it didn't resolve. Huh? That the, the um, root... That's setting up something, Bad guy. That's setting up something for, for later, though. No, and I totally get that, but I'm annoyed that it didn't resolve. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, and you like, because you've never seen the end of it or anything with Naraku and all yeah. that. They're like, they're making mentions and references and stuff. You're like, no. But it's good to see everybody. So, did you like Shippo? Seeing Ship, Shippo, the fox, the little fox demon? Yes. He's awesome. Shippo is awesome. And Kirara is back. And she's cool because she goes small and fluffy, but then when she's big and scary, you could fly on her. Yes. Imagine if our cats were like that. They think they are. True. So this one definitely worth watching. I'm going to go, because I'm a Rumiko Takahashi fan. I'm going to give it as much as I can, and I'm excited for this one. Okay, um, let's see what else there was. Going up, that's next week. Oh, then there's Tonakawa, Over the Moon for You, which this one, something is up, and it seems really cool, but This is the one where they got married? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like, Guy uh, has a weird first name, NASA. And he decides that because people are going to make fun of him, he's going to become the best and shoot for the stars faster than NASA. That's his shtick. And he meets a girl that he falls in love with, which completely derails all of his plans. And he says, I'll go out with you. I want to go out with you. And she says, fine, you want to go out with me? Well, you have to marry me. And then she disappears for three years or two years, depending on anime or manga. And then when she just shows up on his door two years later, after he dropped out of school and started living in a, you know, working. Living in an apartment, working a job. Because she destroyed his life. Like, he fell in love with her and became stupid. Which happens. But he also was injured. So he missed his, his entrance exams. But he could have went back to school and he never... D- no, he did. He did go back to school. He passed the entrance exam. But because he was hung up on this girl, he didn't take the... Nothing was... The same. Yeah. And then she just shows up randomly with all the paperwork needed for them to get married. And also you found that in Japan, you can get married at three in the morning because... Celebrities might want to. <laughs> I'm excited for this one, but I'm also cautiously like, this is going to be Trope City. I think this is going to be cute, and I want it to be cute. Like, I I liked that they were holding hands, and he's like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. And he says it out loud, and she's like, oh, that's what you think? Grabby, grabby. And then she goes, oh, I guess it's okay because we're married. And then she's like, do you have two futons or just the one? He's like, oh my gosh, you're sleeping over? She's like, well, we're married. I'm going to sleep here every night. And he's like, I have a bed, not a futon. So. But I, I think it's very cute and sweet. And I want it to be cute and sweet. It's hopefully. It's I want it to be Watakoi with young kids. It's not going to be Watakoi. It's going to be like Aori Aoshi, I think. But the difference is that unlike Aori Aoshi, where it's like, oh, they're engaged, but they can't say that they're married because the whole MacGuffin of her family won't agree to it because until he takes his family's reign and all that crap, it's not going to be that. This is going to be they're living together and antics are going to occur. So I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be I good. I want it to be really cute. This one, I'm hopefully opti- I'm 
I'm optimistic. Cautiously optimistic? Yes, I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay, so next one. Um, I'm standing on a million lives. The Izakai, which the manga drove me insane. I haven't reviewed it yet, but uh, officially, but it's a rough series. And the anime is... I don't know what to say. I just really don't know. It's... Um, I do like the fact that the evil, mysterious being, they kept the fact that he does not speak proper English or Japanese. He just speaks in fragments. Like, good after. Your job is to do. I will help you by doing that. Talk to them to learn the rest of the meh. Have a nice da. It's like, what the hell? It's like, oh, he's been summoned because reasons, and now he's going to fight, and... What happens in this Isekai universe? Does he get awesome, omnipotent, cool powers? No, he becomes a farmer, which it says all weapons are useless against used against their standard items. <sighs> He's a farmer, so he has a hoe, which breaks. And a sickle, which breaks. Which breaks. It is not a... Like, this series just was like... And then there's this huge, massive troll thing that they have to kill when they have no power and no... Yeah, because you have a sorceress who her whole power is to blow things away with wind that does, like, a fan level of power. And wait, then, wait, wait, let me get it. That's her power. And then you have a, a warrior who, she uses a sword by throwing the sword. Because she's afraid. Like a, but not like throwing it like a spear. It's, she like, just. Throws it like a rock. Throws the sword like a rock without aiming at creatures. But. In this world, you can only pick up the weapon if it's your weapon to pick up. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, the gremlin would have taken her sword and... Killed her. Yeah. Now, I'm going to give this a couple episodes because I hope it picks up faster than the manga and slight spoilers. I know he gets other classes because he's going to multi-class and he ends up the next classes. He's a chef and that helps him out because chefs, you learn like how to kill things because you know how to cut them up and eat them. But, well, you learn to cut them up to cook them to eat them, but yes. Yeah, so you know all the soft spots. So that's kind of cool, but I don't know. It's The main character seems pathetic. Like He's like, I hate this world. I don't like this world. Like loser, loser sad boy, loner. Like out of all the protagonists we've had so far, he seems pathetic. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a pathetic like, oh, it's because of this. It's like, no, he's, he's sad boy. He's, they don't give a reason why he's depressed. It's not like he's depressed to be depressed. It's, he's just, and I'm not disparaging anybody who has depression, but it's not, he's not depressed. He's just, there's not, he's not engaged with life. There's no, he goes, he just goes home, plays video games, goes to class, sits there, goes back. Not to say there's anything wrong with that, especially to most of our listeners who do do that. Not to say that. But that's, that's us too. But, but. Like, not engaging at all. Like, doesn't find joy outside of... Anything. He's like, he's just not a main character you want to root for. Yeah. He needs, like, a kick in the pants or to fall in love with somebody to... There's gotta be... There's not a catalyst. It's just... There's nothing. It's... He's not interesting. There are so many better Isekai and weird series. Like, there's a series that's similar to this called Siren. That character is awesome. Why didn't they fucking make that into an anime? No, I'm standing on... You know what? If he gets more motivation and gets interesting, then I'll like this show. I'm going to give it a couple more episodes, but... 
But there needs to be some kind of catalyst. He needs to engage with life. Something has to kick in or else I'm not going to like it. And it, it can be this world. It can be like, oh, I want to get really good at it. So we're going to complete this mission. And then I'm going to train in the real world on how to do better. And like that can be fine too. But because all the characters have had I'm not hooked yet. Because Moriarty, the whole thing with him is he is someone who is a criminal mastermind who's trying to hone his craft and set up his criminal empire. That's engaging and intriguing. He has a goal. He He's has also a... getting rid of the that's bad all, guys. That's only one episode, so we don't know if it's the only one. But yeah, he got rid of some really suspicious and horrible people. And he's super intelligent and solves the crime in a very Sherlockian way. Right. Which is, he's still engaging and cool. Next, you have the doggy. The doggy, who is, while not interesting, the doggy, his whole thing is he wants to make his people happy. And the cat's like, you're an idiot. But you get that the cat thinks the dog's an idiot. Because the cat thinks he's superior. And the dog is, I'm happy all the time. We get it, and it's kind of cute. It's yeah. Not, it's not great, but it's kind of cute. Rail romance, we don't understand. Like, they have less... We don't get who they are, but it's like, we're meeting for a summit to fix things. That's... You get what their thing is. They have a motivation. And um, Iwakuru, it's... She likes puzzles, and she finds out that... Rock climbing is like puzzles, and that interests her. While it might not be my thing, it makes sense. Like, her motivation, it's typical. Some of the workouts that they were doing in it were interesting, too. Yashihime, yes, we don't know what our main character's motivations are, but we do know it has something to do with the root creature who they showed in the episode. And more importantly, we've established that these characters are interesting, and they're each different. Like, you see that... One of them is a ninja, is a demon slayer, and one of them, obviously, it's just Inuyasha as a girl, and just as stupid and just fat. And the older one, she was in the present, so it's kind of like each one has something different and mysterious that you're interested to find out more about. This uh, in Tanigawa, it's Nasa had a plan. His plan was people making fun of me because my parents wanted me to be as big as the universe, but everyone's saying I'm like Nasa, so. I'm going to make myself better than NASA, be the best I can be, and even though things go horribly wrong, I'm going to work but, on it. But, like, still, like, where are his parents? Like, how did he... No, he said he didn't want to be a drain on his parents, so he moved out. Right. He said he moved out, and... Yeah, but... When they find out that he got married, I, I just can't wait to see how that's going to go. That's probably the next episode. But he was, like, on, working to get into high school, so a middle schooler had this massive accident goes back to school to take the exams, ends up not going to high school, moves out. Gets a job. That's, I dropped out of school, got a job. That's a, that's a very, that's a common story. But, not from middle school. Well, it's, he was 14, or he was, in Japan, 15 is uh, middle school. Fifteen. He was, he was 15 years old, and 16 you go into high school, and he's 18, so... Three years. He, he went for another year or so. I don't know. Anyway. This kid, not so much. I'm not in it. Yeah, this one, not so much in it. Um, we have Burn the Witch, which is a pseudo-spinoff sequel to Bleach. And I've got to say, this one, it's a three-part... It's an OVA that was broken into three parts. So it's a movie that was broken into three parts. And it's really pretty looking. It's really visually astounding and also the elements are really cool in it because it takes place in a universe which is like it's a different part of soul society and instead of it being demon slayers they're essentially dragon tamers where their job is to make sure that dragons don't cause problems because dragons kill people but no one notices the dragons because 
reasons. And because magic. And they get paid to do it. And it's and they're trying to help this kid who essentially is called the Dragonborn, but he's not a Dragonborn. It's like he just is a dragon magnet. And his higher ups want to kill him, and it was cool. It just it seemed like I wanna really like it. They threw you into the deep end. They said, Okay, we're not gonna explain anything. Have fun. And then there's like the big dragon, and then they're trying to capture it, and then it's face slides off and then there's this weird tongue thing and then it turns black and it's causing on i I, i'm you lost me here's the things i liked about it one visually lost me visually design it's really well one like i said it's beautiful to look at then the music is great i do love the fact that one their brooms these witches brooms are, are like little dragons they're just little dragons and their weapon of choice which at first i thought was a gun is a a horn it's a pipe you can blow it and it sends a noise out for help and then you flip it around and then you use like a gun and it's like spell number zubba zubba zubba. And I like that it opens up where our, one of the main characters, she's like, yeah, the, everyone thinks that magic is all happy and willy and great and here's what happens but that's not how magic works. It's like there's a cost for it. So I do like that element for it. It's just, it is very disjointed but it's a very beautiful show and eh, if they do it more, I'd be willing to watch it but I gotta give... Give it a second watch. So let's get to the last one we're going to really talk about. And that one is Jujutsu Kaisen. The long-awaited series that everyone's been talking about. And this one is dark. Kind of disturbing. It's a horror series that isn't a horror series. It's got that kind of Demon Slayer element to it. But I do... But it's got also a bit of a comedy element. So it's... It's an action adventure with a little bit of serious violence to it. And I do like how the creatures are depicted in this. Because the whole thing is that our main character, one, is a kid who his grandpa made him promise to always protect everybody. And he ends up joining the occult club because he could spend more time with his grandpa. And then to do shenanigans, he ends up getting involved with a bunch of exorcists. And this first episode goes kind of like burn the witch it starts off running but unlike being thrown into the deep end this one just sets up okay here here's who he is here's his ability here's what happened it within a minute you know what's going on it's yeah they gave a little bit of a background story yes also any series that will kill off a main character's parent figure in the first episode you gotta give him a little bit of credit for doing that it's messed up, but you gotta give him some credit. That's a, a big character moment. Um, do you buy him being like, oh, I was waiting for him? You know, like he's like kind of not super sad about it. Like he's accepted it. No. I do hope that there is more to that. Like you see him grieving a little more. Or missing him or. Like I hope his grandpa shows up as like memories. Because that was actually a kind of a cool dynamic. I would like a little more than that. Just not just the, he's dead. That's it. And he doesn't know what to do. It's like, we don't even know if he has family. As for the other uh, Ninja Hunter, kind of cool. Him being able to create wolves. That's his magical MacGuffin. And seeing the main character essentially become a six-eyed demon guy. eh, I'm kind of intrigued by it. You're horrified by it. Yeah, I'm not... 
Is it just that the monsters look too creepy? Like, compare that one to uh, uh, Yasuhime. I think the monsters look kind of creepy. I don't know. I'm just not bought in. Yeah. But this is probably going to be the next big series. True. Um, I, I need to give it another... I need more than one episode. Yeah. So that's where we're going to end for now. Because uh, there isn't much else we watched. We have a bunch of other shows we're going to have to watch. There's the recruit. So... What about the um, the one I one-shotted with the ogre? Oh, yes. No, we're going to talk about that in another episode. But uh, we're going to talk next time. Uh, we're going to talk more about some of the other series that came out, like Wandering Witch. Um, we might do Higurashi when they cry the new version of it, but it's Higurashi, so I don't know what they're going to do differently. By the Grace of God is kind of cool it's a different izakai series you have king's raid assault lily the one which i'm waiting for even though it's a horrible manga kuma 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 bear um you have dragon quest uh hypnosis mike warlords of sigrafide and um ochi ochi kobore fruit tart oh we can't forget otenya koi no shigata ko wakarani which is about a, guy, a girl who's trying to hook up with a guy who just straight up says, I'm not into women. Huh. There's a couple other ones, but I don't know if we're going to get them. And, like, uh, Noble East is also coming out. And that one, everyone, you know, it's Noble East. I'm trying to think of what else there was. Uh, there's Bem the movie, but we have not finished Bem. Demon Slayer is the movie. Um... I forgot there was a Demon Slayer movie. Yeah. There's three other movies that we're not getting, but I wanted to check out. One of them is called Jose Tutora to Sakana Tachi, or Jose the Tiger and the Fish. It's about a university student who meets a disabled girl being wheeled around town in a baby carriage. It looks really good. Uh, that one, you have Kimewa Kanata, which is... Pretty much a romance series where guy gets after something happens, guy gets in a car accident after an argument with a girl that he likes, and then he's in another world. And it looks like it's made. The art style looks very similar to Weathering with You, so it might be really good. Huh? Might be really, might be really bad, but um, Demon Slayer definitely. And then, uh, Bam the movie. I think that's yeah. Oh, there's also the OVA by Studio Ghibli, which I've seen the video, but I'm not, I don't know. It's called Earwig and the Witch. It's Studio Ghibli. I should be really excited to be like, yeah, this is coming out. But I'm like, it's a weird OVA that looks really not like Studio Ghibli. Like, look at the picture for it. Huh. It's a rock band with witches. So, who knows? We'll see. Anyway, let us know what you guys think, which of these you watch, which you want to check out. Uh, we'll be back next time with more lovely uh, reviews. I'm excited because we still have to release the episode, our review, uh, our third review with um, Great Pretender Case 3. Because Great Pretender Case 4 comes out in two weeks. So more Great Pretender. Yay! Yay! And we're going to find out about Laurent, which I really don't think we need to find out more about. But we'll talk about our third uh, part when we get to that. 
Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'm Zan. I'm Greta. Keep watching anime and keep listening to this podcast. www.sparkin.com. See you guys. Bye.